Good evening and welcome to our fourth episode of the League of Legends podcast. Uh, I am your commish, Mr. Steve Jacobs. Uh, Mr. Burkhart um, couldn't be here tonight. He has daddy duty tonight. Uh, his wife is busy, so daddy duty trumps podcast. We know where your priorities lie, Mr. Timothy Burkhart. But today, we have a special guest. Um, some of you have questioned the special guest. Some of you don't really give a shit. Uh, but our special guest, it is none other than my own brother, Mr. Matt Jacobs. Hello. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, so Matt is uh, co-hosting with me today. Uh, we will go back to our regular scheduled programming next week with Mr. Burkhart. But this week, I brought on a special co-host. Um, so let's get right into it. Weekly recap. Um, first off, I want to say that the Jacobs brothers um, kicked ass this week. Uh, number one and number two. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We went from 12 and 11 straight up to 1 and 2. So, I mean, I don't know what you guys are really thinking out there, but uh, d- don't mess with us. That's all I got to say. I'm not going to say that because um, my fantasy team tends to be bad when I talk good about it. Um, so, I'm not going to talk good about my team. Not not, not with that attitude. Uh, so, Steve and Johnny. Uh, Johnny, Johnny didn't come to play. Um, the roles were reversed. Usually, I'm the one that doesn't come to play. Um, but I, my team came to play. Biggest margin of victory in the league this week um everyone came to play uh, even my defense i was double digits the entire week the new guys off the trade uh thank you derek Thielen, kelsey and waddle they all <laughs> were fantastic uh the guys i gave you uh not so good so uh yeah that was my recap of steve and johnny i don't know if you had anything any notes on there yeah so um if you guys don't know because you're not in this uh this current uh room that we are right now uh but i'll i'll, I'll tell you this uh Steve wrote a book. Uh, Tim, I don't know if this is normal, uh, but he he has a monster book that he has sentences upon sentences of this weekly recap. Hey, listen, I'm not going to put that much effort into it, but my opinion matters. All right. So uh, when I'm talking about uh, you were talking about what Tim and no, I was talking about myself and Johnny. Okay, so yourself and Johnny. So obviously, Steve, uh, yeah, he came out to show. I mean, Patterson showed up. Uh, Feeling came out of nowhere. I know that he wasn't doing as uh, <laughs> as solid as you wanted him to. And then, yeah, your Bengals just – I don't know where they came from. Number one defense last week. That That's impressive. Um, so, you know, when you have situations like that, when people overproduce uh, more than what you expected, uh, yeah, expectations are, are low, and, and there you go, just showing up and shining. Uh, Johnny, however, I mean, you're sitting with Jefferson, his number one pick, uh, with four points. So uh, that's not going to get you anywhere, along with six of your starters, single digits. Terrible. I, I know what that's like. And atrocious. Um, congratulations. Uh, you are one of the many uh, sub-100 people this week. So uh, I think this is a record already. What are we, week three, and we have like five sub-par 100 people? Yeah, it's been a weird fantasy year so far. So uh, that was fun. I enjoyed that last week. I mean, I know what you're going to say. Oh, well, if we had kickers, we wouldn't be at 100s. But I'm pretty sure most of you would still be at sub-par 100. Yeah, probably. Um, Matt and Sean, uh, last week, Lamar, another <laughs> phenomenal performance, another 48 performance. He put up 48 two weeks in a row, so that was cool. Uh, he's looking pretty much like one of the top QBs this year, unless he gets sick, which he usually does. He's sicker than any kid that goes to daycare. So we'll see how far Lamar goes. But um, other than that, your other people were bad. Uh, Scotty, Pat, uh, even Hill, Tyreek Hill. Kind of a surprise bust for me last week. I thought that your team was going to come out with a little more gusto. Um, I am I was wrong about Pierce, uh, f- at least for one week. He did prove that he can play a little bit of football. 
Uh, not a whole lot, but he did get in the end zone over 12 points. Tim did say he was going to do both of those things. Uh, so congrats on Tim. Um, he finished with 18, but the performance of Matt trading some players uh, to get uh, some other players uh, definitely helped out. Hollywood, 28 points. Uh, Matt's looking like he's going to do what he did last year, just trade his entire team that he drafted and have no one left uh, and have a completely new squad by the end of the year. So um, we'll see how that goes. But congrats, Matt, on beating Sean. Um, good job. Yeah, so I'm going to caveat off all that. Um, yeah, Sean, I mean, if Lamar can drop you 45-plus points every week, uh, maybe you'll make the playoffs. I, I, I Hey, I really hope so. Good luck. Um, but, yeah, Pierce Pierce showed up out of nowhere. I mean, he he was dropping four points and eight points and then showed up with uh, 18 points. So, um, I mean, I don't know if this is turning over a new leaf or he's just <laughs> one one-hit wonder. Um, yeah, I cannot, uh, I cannot express enough how much, uh, my trades, uh, actually helped me out this, uh, this week and hopefully in the future, because I mean, when combining all the points that my, uh, guys, I gave away compared to the points I got from, uh, other people, I'm, I overproduced by 50 points. So, um, hopefully, uh, it works out well. Uh, I'm sorry to, to Robbie and, and Vinny currently, but who knows? Kittle can show up out of nowhere, and obviously so can Ertz because he's the second most uh, targeted tight end in the league. So uh, I'm not giving up on them. Yeah, that was that was good. Uh, Vinny versus Rob. Uh, didn't matter that Rob chose golf over Herbert. <laughs> I said that would have mattered. It didn't. Both both sucked. Both were terrible quarterbacks. That trade with Matt giving up Hollywood and Zeke uh, really hurt this week. Uh, I looked. Sanders and Kittles combined for 12.2 points. Uh, the aforementioned players that you traded got 42.5. So 30.3 points you lost in that trade still would have mattered. You lost by 33.5, but it would have been a little closer. Um, Kamara, I don't know if it's panic time yet, but week three, he's put up 14.9 points combined. I mean, he did miss a game. Currently running back 55. You drafted him in the second round. Uh, right now, I think it's, it's do or die week four. They're playing Minnesota. I looked it up. Minnesota's averaging 21 points to opposing fantasy running backs. So if it, there's any week for Kamara to prove that he's his second-round draft pick that you drafted him as, it's this week. Um, Vinny, double-digit double performances from everyone but the defense. Uh, you traded Ertz for Devonta. Wasn't a favorable trade for you, but uh, you got the job done. Uh, Matt made on both trades, uh, but it looks like you got the better Rob this week. So congrats. I mean, just looking at your team, Vinny, I'm, I mean, Diggs had 11, had 11 targets, Ertz 10 targets, Lamb 12 targets. Samuel ten targets. I mean, every every one of your wide receivers and tight ends have been uh, been killing it so far. Lamb and Robinson obviously showed up. <laughs> Robinson dropping uh, good old twenty. I mean, he's 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 killing it, getting nineteen, fifteen, and twenty throughout the weeks. Um, Robbie, yeah, I'm your running back sucked. Um, yes, I I am part of that suck, um, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know who knows? Uh, Sanders can obviously you know still produce the way that he's he he's been producing before uh same thing with Kittle obviously we didn't know it was going to show up I think he just you know needs some time um he I don't think he's gonna you know give up and uh you know it's gonna be a solid uh a solid one overall but I I am I am grateful currently uh for what I got from you uh compared to what I gave away <laughs> yeah uh Matt's doing his thing uh Derek and Rachel speaking of doing his thing uh Josh Allen keeps doing his thing um I can't say the same for the newly acquired Chase and DJ Moore, which I gave you. Uh, they did not do their thing. Um, didn't really matter, though, because uh, Rachel, once again, um, is sliding downhill. 
uh, weeks one, 135, 109, and then 87. Did you, didn't you rank her second? Was that you in, in week one? It was me, but I was wrong. Oh, that's crazy. It was me. I was wrong. Definitely need to reevaluate the team week four to right the ship. It might be time for new QB, too. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Uh, Russ, uh, let Russ cook, is quickly turning into Russ is cooked. That man, for the third week in a row, put in a sub-20-point performance. Bad QB performances usually turn into bad fantasy weeks for teams. Um, Joe Mixon, same thing. Needs to have a prove-it week this week. Has a rough start to the season. If I'm Rachel, I'm looking at her bench. Khalil Herbert needs to be in the lineup this week. I think he's going to have a really good week. Even if Montgomery comes back, the Bears are leaning on him. Um, and speaking of the Bears, drop Darnell Mooney. That man is terrible. He is a certified bum. Not going to do you anything. Drop him. Uh, lots of decisions need to be made by Rachel. So good luck. Uh, yeah. So Josh Allen. I mean, there's really nothing else. Uh, you know, <laughs> more than what we can say uh, when it comes to them. Um, I know. You know, Derek's still looking for a tight end. I mean, his, his tight ends haven't done uh, too solid for him. Uh, but you know, with the double digit points he got from you know everyone. I mean, Henry finally woke up. Uh, you know, gave you 25 points when he gave you eight points. Uh, in week one and eight points in week two. So I'm pretty sure you got pretty happy um, that you uh, weren't giving up on him and uh, weren't, you know, kind of getting scared away for it. Uh, as for Rachel, um, you're another person where six of your people got single digits. That is uh, including your quarterback. Um, that is it. That's a, that's a, that's a sad number. Um, that's something you probably don't want to ever see again. Um, but all I got to say is, Tim, solid trade. Uh, Kirk versus Barry moving right along. Uh, Mark Andrews, absolute stud. That man looks like he's going to be the number one tight end this year. Lamar Jackson pretty much hates all his receivers, which I've come to learn. He doesn't like any receivers. He only likes tight ends. Uh, speaking of receivers, Barry, uh, lots of question marks there. Your receivers, besides Christian Kirk, um, aren't very good right now. They're not doing very well. Looks like Eckler, Williams, Kirk, Andrews, they're going to be solid enough. But your supporting cast... Need some work. Kirk now, um, again, two weeks of sub-110 one, performances. Definitely not the way you want to be trending in this league. You want to be trending up. Didn't help not having Evans playing, but, you know, should be back this week, so we'll see where it goes from there. Same with same with Rachel, same with Kirk. Lots of question marks. Question mark number one, will CMC be the running back one he's supposed to be? I don't know. Just found out today he had some kind of quad injury that he didn't know that no one found out about until after the game. Besides... CMC and Sutton, I don't know who's going to step up for your team, Kirk. Lots of unknowns. So a lot of things to think about there. Yeah, so I was obviously going to just, you know, make fun of you for picking CMC over Taylor, and I was like, you're psychotic, but uh, thank you for giving him to me. But then again, uh, JT has not really done much for week two and week three. So um, I don't I don't know who's really won that uh, when it comes to your decision, which I don't think anyone would have chose uh, in your in the way that you did. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you got lucky that you didn't, uh, you weren't, <laughs> you got above the 100. Uh, congratulations, sitting at 104.7. Um, Stafford sucked. Uh, I mean, the man gave you 10 points. Um, I know you were kind of hurting with no Evans. So, I mean, you, you had, you have some type of light uh, coming in the future when Evans uh, returns. Um, as for Barry, uh, yeah, so Burrow was great. I mean, that was a pretty solid performance by Burrow. Um, four, this is crazy that you drop 130 and four of your players got single digits. Uh, that's just sad. Uh, you were saved by Andrews, Kirk, and a defense somehow. Uh, but 
you know, you could have dropped 105 points and still won. So, um, <laughs> very true. I it is what it is. But congrats, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, Kirk and Andrews can keep rising you above the rest. Uh, last weekly matchup. Last week was Tim versus Paul. Um, there's not much else I can say about Paul's team. It's a juggernaut. When your three top guys of Hertz, Brown, and Cup, I did the math. Those three, on average, are giving you 77 points. When your three guys are scoring 77 points, there's not much else your team really needs to do other than be mediocre, which is what you got, Paul. You had mediocre performances from everybody else, still put up 135. That's going to be good enough to win most weeks in this league. Um, those three do well. Paul will most likely win this league. Opposite for Tim. Tim, he is looking like a hospital bed right now. Cook and Swift, we have no idea what's going to happen. They may not play this week. They may play. Big question marks. Kyler, not the quarterback that Tim thought he was going to be. Um, but, again, when you're playing the juggernaut like Paul, you pretty much have to have a perfect week. So we'll see what kind of maneuvering Tim does this week. It's crazy that Murray Murray threw 58 times. Uh, like, I, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, oh yeah, when it comes to these two guys, uh, yeah, Paul. Three, three guys. Uh, I meant Tim and Paul. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Paul, I mean, like like Steve Sale, caveat off of that, uh, the Hertz-Brown combo is inc- incredibly scary. Um, plus Cup, you know, I mean, he's sitting here estimated like 24 points a, a week. So no matter who you are, you will always have a um, higher rating when it comes to, uh, you know, the, the beginning of the week. I don't think Cup's going to stop uh, anytime soon. Uh, Tim, I mean, Singletary showed up. Congrats. I guess, but you know, with all your injuries, uh, your future does not look well. Uh, so, hey, but I know you, Tim. You'll you'll make something happen. Uh, you know, with uh, with people, with your wife, and with you know some trades, and and you'll you'll figure out a way to bounce back from your injuries and uh, not go too far down the hole for you to get to play up position. Yeah. So that pretty much does it for weekly recap uh we're gonna do a new segment uh it's kind of a little bit like the old segment studs and duds but instead of studs and duds with last week we're gonna do predictions one stud one dud prediction um let's start with the studs my stud prediction this week jamal williams against seattle um with swift possibly not even playing this week even if he does i think jamal is going to rake against seattle uh, my prediction 110 two touchdowns and then four catches for 25 yards so i think that's gonna be the, the stud of the week I guess I didn't go that deep into uh, to things, but I'll make something up. Um, my future stud, uh, it's going to be shocking to you guys, but uh, I think uh, talking, I mean, I was talking with some other person, but um, Elijah Moore uh, from the New York Jets, uh, he has not been doing very solid. He's been averaging seven points. However, Wilson comes back uh, next week, this week, should I say, um, and uh, Elijah Moore was his favorite target uh, all of last season. So I can see more going straight from uh, an average of seven points to 17 points. Um, and, uh, yeah, I can see him getting at least uh, 11, 11 to 12 targets, um, catching probably about eight or nine of those for, I would say, 95 yards and a touchdown. All right, Dud, uh, I think it's going to be CEH. Uh, first off, I don't know where that game's going to be played because of Hurricane uh, down there, but wherever it's played, uh, that Tampa front line is pretty good. And CEH, I think, is going to stay. I have eight rushes for 25 yards. Not very good. That's my dud. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go uh, home-based. Um, I think the dud's going to be Christian Kirk 
uh, this week. I mean, the combo of Slay and Bradbury uh, j- just on both corners uh, against Philadelphia, um, they shut down Jefferson. I mean, they shut down Scary Terry until like the garbage minutes at the very end. Um, I I can totally see Kirk just maybe getting three receptions for like, yeah, for maybe like 18, 18 yards. Um, I think Slay and Bradbury are just going to demolish them. Um, and and kind of uh, bring uh, Ter- Trevor Lawrence back to reality because he is not as good as he sounds he is. All right, so moving along the power rankings, um, same thing I do with Tim. Going to do my top six. Matt will do his top six, and then um, after the podcast tomorrow, we'll, we'll post them. Um, my top six, uh, we got Paul, uh, still number one, hanging strong there. I don't see him moving down very much. Uh, Vinny, moving up to two from number five. Uh, Sean, up... One from four to three. Barry kind of slid a little bit. Uh, he's down sitting at four. Was two last week. Uh, Rob was three. And then again, slid down to five. And then Derek, moving up one to six. That's my top six. So I agree with you on one. Uh, Paul, until he can be stopped, which maybe could be this week against me. Who knows? Um, wishful thinking. Um, I have number two uh, still as Barry. Um, I don't think that uh, you know he, he might have had some dud this week, but... Um, I, I still believe in his team and I think he's going to still be a killer. Um, three is Sean. So I agree with you with, uh, three is Sean, uh, four I have is Vinny. So I kind of flip flop Barry and Vinny with, uh, with Steve, um, uh, five I actually have Derek. Uh, I think his, his team is pretty solid. I mean, he's one and two, but that's not to his own fault. Um, and then six, I have myself, um, solely because, uh, my trades worked. So as long as they keep working, uh, my team is not as uh, junky as it was before. So that's my top six. Uh, bottom six, uh, seven, we got Derek. Um, and then uh, number eight, Tim, staying the same as last week. Kirk, staying the same as last week at nine. Matt, uh, up to number uh, 10. I like how you say up to. Nice. Yeah, up to 10. Uh, Rachel, we got, uh, oh, myself, sorry, myself at 11. And then Rachel sliding down to that bottom spot. Oh uh, yeah, so my seven is Robbie. Um, I think Robbie still has a solid team. Um, Tim is at eight. I think Steve bumped up to uh, nine. Um, I think with his trades, it could very well uh, work in his favor. Um, I got ten as uh, Johnny. Uh, I got Kirk as eleven. Sorry, brother. And, uh, and sitting at the lowly twelve is Rachel. All right, that was power rankings again. Those will be posted tomorrow after everyone has a chance to listen to the podcast. Moving right along into our weekly predictions. Um, We'll start off with yours truly, uh, the commish against Kirk. Um, both of us p- projected to be fairly close. Um, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a close matchup. I think the key here is going to be uh, first how Mike Evans is going to come back. Um, will CMC play? Will Dylan play? A lot of question marks on Kirk's team. I think Kirk still has uh, a little bit of better team than I do right now. Um, I like Rashad Penny against Detroit. I think Kirk pulls this one out, 131-121. Um, uh, I didn't do any points, um, but I can tell you who I who I have winning. Um, I have Steve winning, um, and for this for this fact, uh, like you said, Jamal Williams is going to be solid if Swift um, decides to not be there. Um, his tight end is going to Kelsey's going to crush Conklin. Uh, I think when it comes to uh, Wide receivers, I think it's a wash when he has Evans and Sutton to uh, Steve Zawaddle and, and Smith-Schuster. Um, I guess if CMC shows up, maybe he's got it. But uh, I, I think, honestly, I think uh, Steve's flexes is what's going to uh, power him through this. 
Um, so I have Steve uh, beating Kirk with a small margin. Oh, well, I like your uh, faith there. I have less faith in my team than, than uh, you do. Uh, moved along to uh, my co-host, Matt versus Paul. Um, it's it's going to be, again, Paul's three juggernauts of Hertz, Brown, and Cup. It's the same every week. If those three perform and Paul's team plays even mediocre, Paul will win. Um, I have Paul winning this one. I don't really like uh, Kirk Cousins on a Sunday morning in London against the Saints. Um, and also JT. Will JT wake up and play well? Who knows? Uh, the trades have worked in Matt's favor, but again, it's not the best matchup against Paul this week. Most times, no one wants to play Paul right now. Um, so I have myself upsetting. Yes, yes, yes. We all agree. I know we all agree. Um, we just don't want to say it. Um, yeah, so I think Jacksonville has a solid defense. I think that they can stop Hurts and Brown to some extent. The only downfall is uh, every time Devonta Smith gets a touchdown for me, uh, Hurts gets a touchdown for Paul. So that's the only downfall there. Um, I think my running backs crushes running backs. My uh, Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb will crush Connor and Wilson. Um, <laughs> that's easy and simple enough. Um, Cup, I mean, he's he's playing San Fran. Uh, obviously, he's still Cup, but I don't see him going off insanely crazy. Um, I think our tight ends are Wash with Waller and Pitts, um, and then you know he's got Lockett and Gibson against my Smith and Zeke. So who knows? Um, I think it's going to be very very close. But I can see myself uh, pulling out the upset by point uh, zero three points. Wow, that could be a big upset. I don't see it, but we'll we'll see what happens. Moving right along to Sean and Rob, um, without even going into the matchup, Rob's going to win this. I'm going to go into it, but on my streak of not picking Sean, I still not pick Sean, even though Rob's team um, right now the Sun God on the bench. I think he will play. Um, I think he's going to put him in over. Dorch. Um, I don't see Dorch playing if the Sun God is playing. Um, Kamara, he's going to wake up. Kamara's going to have a big week this week. Um, I think just the sole factor of me not picking Sean, I can't pick Sean, so I have to continue on the streak. Rob wins this one uh, by a pretty hefty margin. I think Rob wins by like 20. <laughs> don't worry, Sean. I got your back. You're good. Um, no, Sean is absolutely going to win this game. Um, it, he's got Lamar Jackson, which will absolutely crush Herbert. Um, I don't think Herbert's got a chance when it comes to Lamar. Um, I think when it comes to their uh, running backs, Kamara and Sanders, I mean, they're a boomer bust, uh, most of the time bust. Uh, so Najee Harris, I can see crushing the Jets and, and Pierce showing up against the Chargers who are just depleting themselves. Um, I mean, when it comes to those two wide receivers, Adams and London, I mean, London can show up. Um, Adams obviously can show up. Um, but, you know, he's got Tyreek Hill and Scary Terry. Now, Scary Terry is playing against the Cowboys, so I can see uh, Paul's winning with his uh, wide receivers. Um, Rob, Rob. Oh, I'm sorry. Rob with his wide receivers. Yeah, they're a well-nurse. Uh, when it comes to tight ends, uh, you know, Kittle can show up. We all know that. Uh, but Fryermuth, I think that's a wash as well. But uh, if you're looking at flexes, I mean, Sean has Keenan Allen and DK Metcalf as his flex against Garrett Wilson, who might not play, uh, and, and Greg Dortch. So, <laughs> that right there, I'm pretty sure Sean's going to win to uh, against Robbie by, I would say, 13 points. All right, a lot of disagreement between the Jacobs brothers this week. We'll see who uh, comes out. We'll see who comes out with wins. Uh, moving along to our second-to-last matchup, Barry versus Rachel. Um, Barry, uh, kind of a down week last week. Um, you got bailed out by uh, some players 
I think uh, Joe Burrow tomorrow night has a bounce back game against Miami. Uh, I don't know if Miami is for real. I know that three and zero record is there. I don't know if they're going to survive since We'll see what happens next. Did you say bounce back game for Burrow? Um, he had twenty nine points for three three touchdowns. I don't know if that was he already had his bounce back game. Maybe it's just the fact that Burrow's always on the ground makes me think that he is playing the Dolphins, so he's gonna have to throw a junk ton. Uh, well, maybe I just think that Burrow is always on his ass. <laughs> Because his line is awful. Um, Rachel, you got to get Khalil Herbert in there. He's on your bench. Put that man in. I'm telling you, he will have a game against the Giants this week. They're leaning on him. Um, put him in. I don't care. Over Hunt. Over Dotson. Any of those two. Put Khalil Herbert in. Um, I don't see Dotson doing much against Dallas. Dallas defense, even though it hurts to say this, they are a very good defense. They have a very good line. Um, I don't think that... Uh, Mr. Wentz is going to have any time when Micah Parsons is breathing down his neck every single play. So get Jahan Dotson out. Put Khalil Herbert in. Um, I think Rachel actually pulls this upset. I think um, if she puts Herbert in, mm, Saquon and Russell, I think Russell needs to have a good week. I think it's in Vegas, an 0-3 Vegas team. He needs to come and show up. So if those things happen, I think Rachel pulls this upset. Uh, I think you're psychotic once again. Um, yeah, uh, without a doubt, it's going to be Barry. Um, yeah, Burrow and Wilson, I think Burrow's on the up, upside as usual, so he's going to crush Wilson. Um, Wilson hasn't really proven himself in any way, shape, or form. Uh, when it comes to his running backs, Eckler is Eckler. We all know that. Um, and uh, Williams from Denver is going to get you solid points. Um, besides the, uh, you know, he's averaging around 14 points, you know, for the week. Uh, Mixon and Barkley, I mean, they could get over something. Um, but when it comes to like looking at his his Mark Andrews, you're looking at his flexes and uh, you know his defense and stuff like that. Barry pretty much out out schools uh, Rachel's team uh, by a decent margin. So yeah, I can see Barry um, coming back and hitting around the 140 mark uh, once again, and I can see him beating Rachel probably by 18.7. Wow, very very specific number. Uh, moving on to our last matchup, Tim versus Johnny. Uh, we've already talked about the amount of injuries Tim has. Uh, I'm going to need to move that lineup around some. I think um, I do think McKenzie over Palmer. I think McKenzie's going to have a much better game than Palmer does. I see that in your flex. Uh, Swift is on your bench right now. It's a matter of if he plays. If so, where do you stick him? If you play him, um, it's going to be a close one. I can see Johnny pulling this one out um i don't know if schultz is going to play that's a question mark but again you have evan ingram on your bench as a tight end so not sure how that's going to play out as well michael carter has already um seceded a lot of touches uh to Brees hall uh, we'll see what happens when zach wilson comes back um will carter show up or will carter just fade into the background um justin jefferson has to have a big game Derek Carr has to have a big game so i think johnny bounce back week for johnny um i think uh he pulls this one out against him Wow, we finally agree. Yes, I think Johnny also wins this game as well. Um, I think Justin Jefferson is going to come out with a vengeance and completely destroy his enemies, um, along with uh, Amari Cooper. I think he's going to you know, show up against the Falcons, who are just atrocious and the worst worst team in the league right now. Um, T. Higgins, I mean, he's playing Miami. There's going to be a lot of throwing. Um, so and, and Carr is going against the Broncos. I mean, it's an okay defense, but um, Las Vegas is, is probably pretty upset with their uh, – 
a record right now. So I think he's also going to come out with a vengeance. Um, Tim's team. I mean, he, he's got a solid team to some extent. You know, I think that, uh, um, Giangi Johnson, Pittman can, you know, show up and do what they do, uh, typically, but we all know that cook and Singletary, you know, can, can be uh, questionable at times. So, I mean, if he's got Swift in, maybe he's got a chance. Uh, besides that, I mean, his flexes are, are not as good as, uh, <laughs> Johnny's flexes with Higgins and Carter. So, uh, good luck, but I, I'm pretty sure Johnny's going to win this by at least eight and a half. All right. Well, that does it for our weekly recap. We're going to end with a um, – who did I miss? Did we do Vinny and Derek? Um, no, I think we skipped Vinny and Derek. I apologize. Wow. I got you guys. Don't worry. I apologize. One last one, Vinny and Derek. Um, it's the battle of the quarterbacks. I think that's the two best quarterbacks in the league right now uh, and Lamar. But, I mean, two of the top three quarterbacks going at it. So, I think both of them are going to perform like they usually do. Vinny with my dud of the week, CEH. Um, not sure how he's going to do. I know James Robinson is going to absolutely not do well against our Eagles front line. So good luck with those two running backs. Uh, I think Derek, um, bounce back for uh, Jamar Chase for sure. Uh, he's going to come out on lights out tomorrow night and put up big numbers. Um, and I think uh, Fournette's going to come out and do well as well. I think that the combo of Vinny's running backs, I think it's going to hurt him a lot. I think Derek pulls this one out. Yeah, so I was think, I was sitting here going, man, I, I think it could go literally either way, but I am leaning towards Derek's way um, for that reason. I think Allen and Mahomes are going to get the pretty much the exact same points, um, but you got to look at Vinny, your running backs. I mean, Robinson's going against the Eagles. That's going to be tough. Uh, CH is going against the Bucks. That's going to be tough. Curtis Samuel is going against the Cowboys. That's going to be tough. So, I mean, you're going to be sitting here hoping to God that Lamb, Ertz, and Diggs and Pollard kind of get you what you need because – other than that, I mean, you're going up against Henry, who demolished uh, last week with 25 points. And, you know, you got Fournette. He's got Chase. He's got Ayuk. Uh, Madison's going to play if Cook doesn't play. I mean, he's got a solid He's got a solid team. I mean, he picked up Matt Collins. I mean, I think he's got a chance. Chasing points there. Yeah. Well, you know. You know, who knows? Um, Melvin Gordon got him some solid points there, sitting on the bench with 16 points, you know, last week. So, you know, he's got some decisions to make. Um, one of them is probably not DJ Moore, but um, I <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, I think glad I got rid of him. I think Derek's gonna get a a, a chance at a at a at a victory and uh, knock out Vinny's undefeated record. All right, sorry about that. I almost missed that matchup, but uh, so we come to the last part of our uh, podcast, the draft. Uh, this was a fun segment that we did last week with Tim. Heard some comments, and we're actually going to do this week top five sports fictional sports characters. Um, so I have this wheel here with all of our names on it, and I'm going to spin it to see who goes first. So let's give the wheel a spin. We all know what the number one is. Uh, there is a lot of names on here. Spin, 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 spin. And it looks like Steve-O will wow. get the number one pick. Not rigged at all. We saw the wheel. Yep. So Okay, so what is this? Is this a snake, or are you just going no, one, we're one, just, one, two, two? we'll just do one, one, two, oh, two. Oh, yeah, because you're the first pick. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. We'll see. What, I mean, we all know what number one is. Yes, we do. It's Mr. Rocky Balboa. Yeah. The man gets knocked down, but gets back up every time. Uh, you can't beat Rocky. He's number one. That's my first pick. Uh, go ahead, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my, my team doesn't stand a chance at this point. I mean, you have Rocky, and he's going to destroy everyone, you know. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, Man. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to go uh, the complete opposite uh, of, of him, and I'm going to go with uh, Adonis Creed. I think he is a solid, a solid thing. Uh, you know, before he died, but you know, it's it's a, uh, 
Creed was a solid, solid fighter. Um, if if Rocky didn't exist, I think Creed would destroy um, anyone in any sport, no matter what he did. But Rocky does exist. Fun fact, Rocky was inducted in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Wow. Fun fact. Number two. This was a tough one for me. Um, I was deciding between two of them. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, Happy from uh, Happy Gilmore. Um, solid pick. A uh, little bit of a temper, but you, you need that on your squad. Um, and he did he did come back and win. So Happy is my second pick. So I'm sitting here thinking there's really not that many well-known uh, fictional sports characters. There's a lot of them. You just don't know about them. Yeah, so all of them are garbage unless the ones I know. Um, the, the one that you're probably fighting against, you can have them because I know who it is. Um, that's not who I'm going for. One of these, uh, my number two, probably most people have not heard about. Um, I don't know if you even remember him, um, but it is the legend of Bagger Vance. If none of you know who that man is, um, it's the guy who slapped Chris Rock, Will Smith. Um, so maybe you don't want to watch anymore. But legend Bagger Vance um, is about a caddy, a golf caddy, who made Matt Damon um, probably the best golfer in the world uh, based off of his uh, decision makings and his wise words of wisdom uh, throughout the uh, yeah throughout the movie. Pretty much had a had an amateur dude who went to the finals or whatever you call it in golf against the two best players ever, and uh, he won based off of uh, Bagger Vance's smarts and knowledge. So, Bagger Vance is my number two. Um, so I got a boxer, I got a golfer. Um, so let's just uh, keep going with the sports. Uh, we're gonna go number three, Adam Banks from the Mighty Ducks. Adam Banks, uh, one of the best players in the Mighty Ducks. Um, great kid. Uh, so Adam Banks, number three. So that's hysterical. First of all, I didn't even realize that we both had a boxer and a golfer. Um, I also on my list, but it's not my number three and I'm probably just going to take it off cause I got other people. Um, yeah, mine was also in the mighty ducks. Uh, it was, I was, I was depending or I'm sorry, I was depicting between Goldberg and the bash brothers, which is a combo, but, uh, I think both of them were solid. I mean, Goldberg is the one that helped them, you know, win, um, yeah, the the game, but um, with that solid save at the end. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna go with uh, number three. Uh, I'm going with more or less um, skill wise, uh, based off of you know uh, what we had. But uh, Paul Crew, Paul Crew is my number three from Longest Yard. Um, Adam Sandler, solid. Uh, obviously, he was recruited to go to jail, um, to be on the team that destroyed the prison guards and uh, and, and essentially uh, got his fame back. So. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think number three was pretty solid and I think, uh, Paul crew, um, was, uh, was a pretty solid, uh, pick for me. So I'm, you know, don't worry about it. I'm just going to keep talking cause Steve's must be texting or something. So, oh, oh, you just seem busy. All right, no, go ahead. That's, I already know. I've absolutely smashed this draft. Your draft is so weak right now. Um, I mean, you have Rocky. There is no other decisions makings right here. You could have come back, but you went with Bagger Vance number two. Okay. Okay, if you know who Bagger Vance is, I he do. is a do he made a guy who was absolutely garbage and he beat the world best golfers. Watch it back. Bagger Vance is the guy who made him. That's like a solid coach. I mean, if anyone if anyone could say a caddy in golf is the is the greatest person, I mean, a caddy, do listen to a caddy. And then he disappeared. He disappeared when the last shot was even made. He disappeared and never showed up again. All right, well, I know who everyone's going to vote for, but okay, you can back that up. Number four, um, we're going to go with a fun one. We're going to go with Ricky Bobby 
Ricky Bobby with number four. Um, again, absolute wild card. Uh, it's just a stud of a man. Uh, the man uh, was in a burning car and came out of it and was just yelling um, expletives and all sorts of different actors and actresses' names. So Ricky Bobby uh, is my number four pick. Uh, thanks. Yeah, that was my number four as well. Oh, Ricky Bobby. Oh, sniped. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher, you your wire boy. My mama always told me. Yeah. Yeah. Showed up out of nowhere. The water boy. Yeah. Of yeah. all the fictional sports characters, you're picking a water boy. Okay. So you have no idea the impact that he made on that sport. Solid. I can't wait Solid. to hear you're, you're, So you're talking about Ricky Bobby, the one that was like, I'm on fire. Yeah. Everyone loves Ricky Bobby. Oh, oh, but you think he's he's better than better than Bobby Boucher? The water boy, absolutely. Okay, so they're both immature and stupid. So I mean, I don't know what else you want. I, I think I think I think the fans will admit that Water Boy is a solid pick. Okay, well, my last one. Um, this is one that if you were if you played this as a child, you picked him every single time for your team and you won every single time pablo sanchez from backyard baseball pablo sanchez arguably one of the greatest baseball players ever to play the game of baseball uh the man um hit home runs he hit bombs for a living pablo was on everybody's team if you had pablo on your team you were gonna win so pablo sanchez rounding out the uh the draft here for me um so i ran out of people because you took some of my people so i'm kind of really really stuck um but i'm i'm trying to you know what? I'm going to go with uh, the rookie. I'm going to go with uh, Dennis Quaid. Um, was out of retirement. You know, was a solid coach uh, for baseball. And uh, his team was like, hey, coach, I want you to go back to the majors. And that's what he did. He went back to the majors and he showed up. And uh, I think he, he crushed it um, and, you know, became became a solid person and a, and a solid, you know, uh, a guy that people really look up to. And uh, he was pretty good. But I, had, I do have an honorable mention. Um, whoever that pitcher was in Angels outfield when he was given up and there was like one strike left and he didn't want to do it and the Angels showed up in nowhere, you know. And then the fans were all doing the little, you know, I believe in you, there's Angels in the outfield. And then he threw that last strike and they won. Honorable mention. I don't remember his name, but it would, yeah. It, it was a heartfelt moment that was awesome. All right, well, uh, it's up to you guys to see which team was the better one. Uh, we'll pull, throw that poll out tomorrow. But uh, that concludes our podcast. It was uh, a pleasure having my brother on here. Uh, we'll have our regular co-host back next week, Mr. Tim Barkhart. Uh, but for, uh, for now, set your lineups. Uh, week four, starting tomorrow. Stay classy, uh, San Diego out there, and, uh, and, and stay safe. Love you all.